Hello, and welcome to the Keep It Local Maine podcast, where we tell the stories of local business owners and Maine residents and learn more about what they do, who and what inspires them, their challenges, successes, and more. My name is Todd Regalinski. And I am Kimberly Regalinski. And we are the publishers of Keep It Local Maine, a local magazine that helps showcase local businesses to the people in and around their communities. Thank you for tuning in to our weekly podcast that you can subscribe to on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. You can learn more about us at keepitlocalmaine.com and follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram through the links in the show notes. This episode is sponsored by Fabian Oil, a family-owned and operated business that offers heating oil and propane delivery services and repairs. Fabian has been serving central and northern Maine with propane and oil for over 30 years. As a local Maine business, they cherish the relationships they have formed by serving the people of their communities. In 2019, Fabian entered the southern Maine region with a heating oil acquisition, and they have recently brought propane to the market. They are aggressive and would love to be your supplier. Give them a call at 207-793-2044 or visit FabianOil.com. In this episode, we'll be talking with Kylie Austin and Gina Martinez from Riverwinds Farm and Estate. Riverwinds Farm and Estate is an event venue and horse farm owned and operated by the Austin family. In 2013, the family began offering equine services and programs through Thornton Academy. Since 2017, they've hosted events, weddings, as well as self-sponsored events like live music shows, comedy, dinner theater, and holiday festivities. They've also expanded their horse training facility to include boarding and horse shows in the stable and arena. Kylie joined her mother Beth in the family business as a teenager. As an avid horsewoman, she currently manages the horse arena and boarding services at Riverwinds. Gina's many years of hospitality and dining service management, along with her lengthy experience in event management, make her a perfect fit to oversee events at Riverwinds. She has been in the hospitality industry her whole life, working in small family-owned restaurants as well as large brand hotels. Welcome to the show, Kylie and Gina. Thanks for coming. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Thank yeah, you. We're happy New Year. We're so glad that you're here today. We're excited to learn about um, Riverwind Farms. Um, I wanted to ask, you know, how did Riverwind go from being a home hobby farm to what it is now? And what are some of the things that, that you guys offer there? Well, um, Riverwind started out as a family horse farm. We moved here when I was four years old. So we had about two horses when we first moved here and then mm -hmm. filled the barn with goats and sheep and all sorts of fun stuff. And that was just a love of taking care of animals and being on the land with this awesome piece of property that we have. Mm -hmm. And then um, life went on and uh, my dad passed away when I was 12. So my mom and my brother and I were kind of left here on the farm to figure out what we wanted to do and what direction to take it in. So we started as boarding out other people's horses and kind of growing the farm um, making our own hay and just doing some of those cool farm things. And then, mm. um, as we grew up and we had like 36 horses here at one point. So that's wow. a big love of mine and my mom's. Yeah. Whoa. And my brother loves machinery. So he got to do the tractors and all that stuff. Well, me and my mom rode our horses. <laughs> not a, not so a bad cool. deal. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool way to grow up. And then, so it's hard to make a profit off of horses and such. And we have all this land and thought it would be cool to kind of share it with others. 
So we kind of shifted, decided to go with doing events. And we've always kind of thought of doing horse events. And then somebody posed the idea of weddings to us and corporate events and other things like that. And so we ended up turning, we built an indoor riding arena. I think it's about eight years ago now. So we had two barns with horse operations for a little while. And we're doing some horse events and clinics over at the indoor arena. And -hmm. then once we decided to really go into the wedding aspect, we totally remodeled one of the original horse barn, which is like a built in the 1800s. It was originally a cattle barn Mm. um, way back. (laughs) And then our family originally remodeled it for the horses. And then we totally gutted it all out and went and made it into one of a beautiful rustic event barn. And then beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So the other aspect, we still have the indoor going and then we've been kind of growing both sides and seeing what works and how to accommodate this area and what we have and really grow the community and bring more business to this area. So it's been definitely an adventure. Yeah, yeah it sounds it, like it, it sounds it's so cool to see just it sounds like, you know, you guys just uh, looked at that as a way to also just kind of give back to the community because it is a beautiful property um, and it's just such an asset to the to the community. Can you tell us about the property itself? It sits on how I mean, how many acres? What are some of the uh, structures on the property? Um, I know there's a beautiful house, actually, that people can actually rent out to. Yep. So we have 160 acres and we are right on the Saco River. Wow. So that is beautiful. We also have a pond on site. So that's right in the backyard. We have a eight bedroom house that sleeps up to 16 and that we do offer that for wedding packages as well as through the VRBO rentals Mm -hmm. for some midweek rentals. Um, as well as weekends are mostly booked up through weddings um, in the busy season. And then we also offer throughout the winter, winter the um, VRBO rentals with the house. And then there's the event barn and that has a deck off of it. Mm. And then we have an indoor riding arena that has a 100 by 80 by 90 foot riding arena. Wow. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, lots of cool structures and (laughs) lots of opportunities to host events. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. And so, so Gina, you're kind of more involved. You're involved in the events and hospitality end of this. I mean, what? How do you? uh, You know, what are some of the things that kind of get offered through all those all those spaces for for weddings and events? Yeah. So, like Kylie said, it is a um, beautiful rustic uh, uh, event barn. The primary function. Uh, we currently cater to is the weddings Mm -hmm. and uh, our season gets booked up pretty quick. Uh, We have a lot of offerings that come in our packages. Uh, For instance, um, we're one of the event barns that comes fully furnished with tables and chairs for not only Mm -hmm. the reception and dining, but we also have ceremony chairs and uh, the choice of three different ceremony arbors. Oh, wow. And uh, that would take away from uh, folks having to rent those Mm -hmm. uh, for their event. We also have a prop room, which is a lot of fun. The prop room is full of antiques 
and decorative items and lanterns. And um, we have games for um, cornhole and, and volleyball that we can set up for uh, certain events. Offering corporate events here is uh, one of the newer types of uh, offerings we'd like to do because we do have the house and we have lots of space for them to be able to spread out and have maybe a team building event Mm. outdoors, have a catered meal indoors, sleeping arrangements if, if some of the folks are not from the immediate area. So there's just so much we can do here. And uh, I'm looking forward into tapping into some of the other opportunities for uh, different types of events. Events that we've had here that are, are besides the weddings, we've had anniversary parties, we've had family reunions, we had a retirement party, birthday parties, baby showers, bridal showers. Um, like mm-hmm. Kylie said, the house is an eight-bedroom, four-and-a-half-bathroom house. It accommodates up to 16 people. Mm-hmm. And uh, the property is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The sunsets are spectacular. We have fire pits. We can set up uh, s'mores bars for the guests. We offer catering, both food and beverage, mm-hmm. uh, right here on site. Uh, Some of our catering is done through our preferred vendors. Uh, Smaller events we can handle ourselves. Wow. It it is quite the property. The day I came here to check it out when I was being interviewed for the job, I felt like I was on an episode of HGTV. (laughs) And I knew, I said, this is my job. I have to be here. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. I've seen the property and it is absolutely breathtaking. It's, uh, It's definitely an experience just to even be there. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's it's just powerful. Um, it's just got such great energy. Um, so it's just a really it, you walk in and you just feel at peace. You know, it's just one of those places that you just feel peaceful, just surrounded by just the pro, the the trees and um, all the acreage. And like you said, I mean, I can't I, I imagine the sunsets are just amazing. And there's lots for people to do here. Uh, you know, to people that come here for weddings. More than 60% of them are coming from out of state. And uh, mm-hmm. they come here, they can uh, hike, they can walk the property. We've had actually a uh, family do a 5K event right on the property. Oh, we that's have, cool. Yeah, we have um, kayaks so they can go down to the river and paddle around. Wow. They can bring paddle boards. We have, in the wintertime, we have folks that can cross country ski here. Mm-hmm. Hmm right on site. Wow. So there, there's lots of something people for to everybody. Do. Yeah. And adding on to more winter activities too, we have the snowmobile trail. If we have oh, snow wow. goes right mm. through the property as well. So people that are renting could also bring their own snowmobiles and connect right to the trails from the property. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. And that's yeah. also another thing is um, in the other months, the warmer months, a lot of times we go out and ride horses on the trails too. So mm-hmm. as well as people that have done the 5Ks. So there's something for everyone here on the property. So cool. As well as just in the area too, we're located right five minutes off the interstate and only 25 minutes to Portland. So mm-hmm. a lot of those people that are coming here from out of state looking to host their wedding or other events have lots of resources in the area for people to stay and um, attractions just to do around here, which I think is great for us. Yeah. 
That's great. Yeah, totally. And I just, I just, I want to, I just want to make sure you understand how high a praise that was from Kim about about the the surroundings <laughs> because Kim is not exactly a nature person, so for her to be that effusive in her praise of it is is really something. Yeah. Because she uh, she can get a little nervous if there's too much nature. I don't like to get too much nature on me. This you know, that property has just the right amount of nature. I feel like it's the right balance of it's nature right for you. Balance. That's that's a good way to put it. I'm with you, Kim. Uh, I'm a city girl. And, uh, we had chickens. We had pigs. And I use had because now they're in the freezer. Um, <laughs> well, that's a good turn. Uh, let's see. What else, Kylie? Coyotes, deer. Oh, yep. I did a tour once for a family that was looking to host a wedding and a snake ran right between my legs down the stairs. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, farm. It's a farm. Farm life. That's that's legitimacy though when you're when you're doing like a you know barn weddings and stuff like that. Like, hey look how legit this is. I mean there's wildlife everywhere. Yeah. It's it's great. Oh yeah. They, they love it too. I imagine, yeah. Uh, so I have a, uh, Kylie. I have a question for you because it's kind of a, kind of an odd sort of situation. Not uh, because I mean you kind of grew up in this home, and now it's the family business. I mean, uh, how does that work for you? I mean, how do you feel about that, and and how has that been? What are the pluses and kind of minuses of that? Well, it's it's definitely been strange. I will be honest about that, but it's also been pretty awesome because I get to work with my family and. Mm. We're, yeah. We all have our little aspect in our love for, like, we have so many different segments to the business where we're still, we're doing events, but me and my mom still go out and ride our horses every day. So mm-hmm. we're all right here on our little mm-hmm. family combine working together and figuring mm-hmm. out the best way to keep this growing and keep it sustainable for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's definitely different when I used to look out the window and see alpacas in the backyard and now there's arbors and fl- flowers and it's it's pretty neat but it's mm-hmm. different um mm-hmm. you know going from it being such a a crazy farm to a really beautiful beautiful venue which is awesome mm-hmm. and i think we've really found the potential that the property has and really emphasized on that and mm-hmm. i'm definitely happy with the direction that we're going in and we've put together a really great team that's really helped us be able to grow and but yeah there's definitely moments that it's hard as I'm sure anyone working in a family business knows that and especially the aspect that it's your home and your family business is yeah it's trying at times yeah I imagine it's almost like going if you went back to like your childhood home after having moved and someone has done a bunch of changes to it except that you've been there the entire time and you've seen all the changes (laughs) yeah yeah it's different when you know your friends go home for visit their parents for the weekend and it's just the same home but nope mine's different all the time but it's cool. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's exciting. But mine, there's a big wedding happening. Yeah, so. exactly. And it's honestly, it's been great. Like my friends and family have been so helpful with the journey, like coming over, helping bar back when we have events and cleaning up mm-hmm. after. It's been really, I think, brought us all even closer and given us mm-hmm. so much to do and snowmobiling through the backyard or mm. hauling yeah. empty cans over after a wedding. And they've, they've done it all. <laughs> that's so cool. That's, that's great. Awesome. So I have a question for you, Gina. You've had a lot of experience in the hospitality industry, working um, for others and owning your own venue. How did that prepare you for working in starting that new that career at Riverwind? 
Well, back in the 80s, a very long time ago, I did uh, work for a family-run restaurant. The folks were from the Netherlands. It was in Derry, New Hampshire. And it was a beautiful restaurant um, near the Robert Frost Farm. Hmm. It was called Promises to Keep. And I started out waiting tables in their dining room. And it was a very upscale restaurant. We did a lot of uh, table-side preparation. We mixed Caesar salads by the table. We used to do flambe work by the table, Mm -hmm. Uh, desserts, shrimp scampi. It it was quite the experience. I was 18 years old. So they basically took me in and and taught me the ropes. Mm -hmm. We had a big function hall added onto the back and Mm -hmm. they started doing little corporate luncheons and then started doing some big events, weddings. So I was able to get some experience working for the family back then. In the 80s, I did deviate out of um, that type of hospitality and moved into um, healthcare hospitality as well as uh, the nightclub that I had back in the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And when I came back here to Riverwinds, uh, when I started over here, it was like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, I really just had to get up with the times a little bit, see what was uh, happening in the wedding industry. And fortunately, I had some great people uh, with me to support me, and uh, it kind of all fell into place. And uh, we're always evolving. Um, COVID has taught us that, (laughs) that we had to be able to evolve. (laughs) And um, also, when it comes to the clients, you know, not every wedding is the same, and everybody wants Mm -hmm. their own unique twist on it, or they want uh, special, whether it's decorations or special uh, food offerings, or even, like I said, the games set up in the yard. Uh, It's fun working with each client. Mm -hmm. So it's not like just working in a restaurant and here's the menu and, and we pretty much do the same routine all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm. So um, it's a little different in that, but it's been very rewarding. And, and mm. I've made a lot of new friends along the way. Um, they, they keep in touch some of the clients right. that have uh, had their wedding events here and they're very appreciative and that that's yeah. the end game. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. It sounds like just hearing you d- describe that it's you, I love to be able to create. And so it sounds like your job even has that part of being able to create every, every wedding. And it's, it's, it's going to be so cool because like you said, it's never the same. It's not just, it's always new and um, something uh, new, new that you can do each time. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost, it's like a craft. It's every, every, every chair that you're hand making is different. Every wedding is going to be a little bit different because you're kind of, you're, I would imagine you're using some things you're kind of, doing the same but then you're I imagine there's also things that you're 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 kind of tweaking as you go along in in many ways so that's that's really cool I'd man I I might have to change careers <laughs> you want to be a wedding planner Todd yeah. oh no I'm not a planner I, no I I'll just I'll 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 just do the do the tasks that's all <laughs> be a mystery bartender one night that, yes, 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 uh, that, yes, that would be me. Yeah. I, I actually have some experience. It's kind of funny when you mentioned the the idea of like we both do, bringing those yeah. experience, you know, to, like riding a bike and coming back to that. There's some experiences that I think are skills that you learn that you kind of feel like the basics are just there. Like mm-hmm. after waiting tables for years, I feel like I could go back and do that. I would just need to know like, okay, how does this, 
how does a computer system work? How's it different than what I'm, right. I know? It's one of those things. But I could go up to tables and talk to them, yeah. you know, yeah. just as easily, yeah. you know. It's kind of cool to have those skills. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, you know, a good representation of the service industry. It teaches you mm. a lot about how to deal with people. So yeah, that's yeah. one thing Absolutely. that I've definitely learned through, like, being a server and a bartender and mm-hmm. working with, in that industry is social skills and absolutely really it's you know helped me become a little bit more extroverted because I am quite an introvert but (laughs) (laughs) waiting tables helped and bartending helps yeah which is cool yeah I get to even bartend at our weddings we we all wear quite a few hats so nice so let me ask you this Kylie um actually you know I'm gonna ask you both this question um but Kylie maybe you can go first. What, what is the most important lesson that you've learned so far in business? Um, I would have to say adaptability Mm -hmm. and just being able to change. And I like I said, wear different hats and Mm -hmm. change. Uh, I mean, we started out just doing horses and then tried to build off that, realized that might not be the best thing for us still love it, still do it in some aspect, but have now been able to adapt and grow to do events. And then now Mm -hmm. COVID, how do we get around that adapt? And, you know, it's I like that. Yeah, definitely. Adaptability. adaptability Change. That's great. Yeah. What would you say, Gina? Well, I agree with Kylie and I had flexibility and ability to adapt, but there's one, if I had to say an important lesson and I've I've told this to like maybe some of the younger folks who've either worked for me or I see struggle sometimes in business. I say, you know, sometimes you can plan in your head on a piece of paper mm-hmm. in a computer note exactly how things have to move and, and get from point A to B and mm-hmm. what the outcome looks like. And sometimes I think people get so stuck on the plan mm-hmm. that they don't enjoy what's actually happening. And Mm. even though the outcome was great and everything worked out perfectly, they get hung up on the plan. Mm. Um, We could sit here and plan out an event, whether it's a wedding or an anniversary or a bar mitzvah and say, we're going to do this at this time and this at that time and then the cake and then we're going to do dancing. And you just have to be prepared for and, and roll with it as things change and go into another direction. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the weather does something mm-hmm. that changes the plan. Maybe the host, the bride decides, I don't want to do that. I've had that happen where a bride says, you know what? We're not even going to cut the cake. I don't want to do the cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're not doing the cake. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you just have to be able to don't get hung up in mm. on a plan. Right. Just know that things may change during the course of the event. And as long as you have a beautiful, successful outcome, then that's really the important part. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that always for everything, even when you're even if you're just going out for a night or something like that, Mm -hmm. having that flexibility of like, oh, hey, this is cool. This, uh, you know, this wasn't the plan, but all right. You know, Mm -hmm. this this could be fun or, you know, having that ability to improvise Mm -hmm. is so helpful just to lower the stress level, if nothing else. Right. To roll with it, to be able to roll with the changes. Yeah. So one of the questions, uh, this is kind of one of our questions we like to ask everybody, mostly because it's it's interesting to us, yeah. uh, and I'm I, we hope it's interesting to listeners. It, it may or may not be, but it's always interesting to us. Yeah. Uh, uh, so how would you each define success? 
Um, oh boy. Um, that's honestly a tough question. I guess I would say happiness. Like if you love what you're doing and Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. go home and say, oh, I'm happy. Then I feel Mm -hmm. like that success and just being content in what you get to do every day and Mm -hmm. being able to set goals and things like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's That's a really tough question. That's huge. No, it is huge though. I mean, to, to be able to love what you do and actually enjoy it. I mm-hmm. mean, how many people can actually say that they do that? Um, I you know? think not. I don't know. Everyone has such a different opinion on what success is and right. really don't put happiness or their own health before that. How about you, Gina? Well, I'm older than Kylie, so I can tell you that I used to see success as where I was in, you know, the, the hierarchy of, say, the, the organization and how much responsibility I was entrusted with. And mm-hmm. bottom line is how much the payday was, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you work for. But now I, I have to agree with Kylie that I love what I do. And when I go home at night, I'm happy and I want to come back. Mm. And I feel good about it. Um, this this job has really taken me to a, a different place in my life. A lot of uh, my stress actually mm-hmm. has um, diminished, even though you say, wow, you, you're having an event. And what about the bride? And what if this goes wrong? Or how do you deal with someone who's not happy with how their event's turning out? But I really see every event as a, a challenge. And mm. when we're sitting there at the end of the night and everybody's gone home and everyone's happy and thanking us. It really feels good. Mm. And another part that I really feel good about is getting referrals and getting uh, that word of mouth contact. We've been getting a lot of that lately and uh, that really feels good. I had a bride write to me the other day saying, I want to tour your venue for my wedding in 2022. I attended a retirement party in 2019 or um, my cousin told me she was at a music show at your venue and um, venue shopping for my wedding. Uh, I love it. Whenever I, whenever it comes to us like that, Mm. I think that's awesome. Yeah. That's, it's also good to hear that, you know, to get the, it's good to get the, the first person feedback, but then when you get it, you know, like it's coming to you from, oh, by way of this yeah, person, then it's like, wow, that's really that's great. That's a huge compliment. That's yeah. a huge compliment to what you do. Um, mm. And it's definitely got to feel like a win for sure. Another question that we do like to ask is, is who or what inspires you? For me, I would have to say my mom. Um, mm. She is an incredible woman and is super creative and just friendly and awesome. And somebody that I have always looked up to. So she really just has taught me a lot through life. And I really look up to her and what she's done here with the property and how she's grown this business. And I admire her. So that is definitely who inspires me every day. Hmm. Awesome. That's awesome. Makes my heart happy. (laughs) How about you, Gina? Well, I again have to agree. Beth Austin is an inspiration. She had a vision and she does what it takes to make it happen here with us. Mm -hmm. I've worked for a lot of um, 
business people, uh, whether it's a small family run business or a corporate uh, run business. And it's really great when the family is actually involved and into it. Um, Mm -hmm. You'll, you'll see Beth here working alongside us. Um, Again, she, her, both Kylie and her brother Reeve, whatever I need, it happens. And I I feel great support from all three of them. They're all connected Mm. and involved. And I also get great inspiration from the teams of vendors that come on site because I don't Mm. pick them. The brides pick them, the grooms pick them, the clients pick them. They choose who they want to cater their event or be their DJ or Mm -hmm. do the photography. So I get to meet all these different people. And it's comforting to know that everybody's doing their little part, Mm. parts, some parts that I know nothing about. I don't know how to DJ. I don't know how to be the photographer, but it's all just happening simultaneously Mm. with Mm -hmm. what we're doing. And it's all coming out in the end. You get a, maybe a digital catalog from the bride and groom of their event. And you get to see things after the fact. I didn't see them getting ready in the bridal suite or, you know, having drinks in the man cave. I didn't see some of the things that were going on while I was setting up their event. So to get to see all that after mm-hmm. is so it's cool. so awesome. And yeah. they share that with us. I love that. Reading their reviews after on Google or um, Wedding Wire. I, I love to hear what they really think and feel. Of course, sometimes we get cards. I got a Christmas card uh, with a special note. Or, um, you know, just a little postcard after the wedding with the picture of the happy couple. It, it's just so cool. Mm, and awesome. it makes you want to get out and do it again. Yeah. 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 That is so cool. So we, we always like to ask this question um, kind of at the end here because we, we love Maine. We love everything about Maine. And so we want to know, you know, wh- what is your favorite part of living in Maine? What are some of the things that you love about Maine? For me, I would definitely say how diverse the land is and how Mm. you can go to the beach, you can go to the lake and like just here in Saco, you're downtown and then you take five minute drive and you're here Mm -hmm. at River Winds. And a lot of people have said like when they come here, they don't even feel like they're in Maine because 15 minutes ago they were at the beach and now they're at this beautiful country landscape. And Mm -hmm. we're really lucky to be able to have such beautiful land that we live on with the woods and then just so many different landscapes to see. And it's beautiful. Yeah, Mm. we really are lucky. How about you, Gina? Okay, well, for me, I I came up here in 1990 from Boston. And I remember thinking that every morning when I woke up, I felt like I was on vacation because the smell, the sounds was so different living in the city. I'd hear the train, the airport, the bus Mm -hmm. line, those type of noises. And it's just a different vibe and a different uh, smell. And I used to joke around to people and say, I feel like I'm on vacation, except I still have to do laundry. (laughs) And uh, and so I've been here since 1990. um, And, you know, it wears off after a while because you just become part of uh, the the main culture and and landscape. And then I came to work here and it was almost like it all started coming back. That feeling that that feeling I had initially back in 1990. Again, I I described 
this place when I got home to my husband, I go, it was like being on HGTV. I, I, yeah. I couldn't even believe it that it's right here in Saco, Maine. Yeah. Um, for me, again, city girl going over and helping Kylie in the performance arena. Um, the horses are, are way cool. And uh, watching the barrel racing is amazing. Um, I, That's ju- so I just, cool. yeah, it's just stuff that I was never really, I mean, I, I got up every morning for 23 years, drove to Portland to work and drove home. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, here one day and I'm like I'm never leaving it's awesome so cool. yeah well I have to ask real quick Kylie so the barrel racing when now when will people be able to how do people um, see those or how do they participate is that something that will happen in the spring and summertime so um actually this winter we are like partnered with the NBHA, so that's the National Barrel Horse Association, the Mm -hmm. district here in Maine, we are District 01, so it's just like a, the local club, and we're doing a winter series at Riverwind, so we have two events a month, and it starts at 9am, and people trailer in their horses. For this winter, we've been a little bit low-key just because of everything going on. So it's mm. limited entries, and yeah. um, but it's been – this is actually – we just had our first one last weekend, and it was just awesome to see how I, – I, that's been something I've wanted to do here for a long time is horse shows, but then just how to use the space the right way. So we were mm. kind of able to figure that out, and I put a fun show on in November – and then we just, through that, I got connected with the Maine Barrel Horse Association and they reached out to me about doing the winter series. So it's been pretty cool. We had a good turnout for my fun show in November and had people come and we have in the barn, there's a heated viewing room that overlooks the arena as well as a viewing deck and a downstairs mm-hmm. deck. So we can been a good amount of spectators in there to watch horse events and such over at the indoor um and a good amount of parking so we're hoping that in the warmer months we'll be able to do some more of those horse events and kind of open it up and have a bigger crowd but it's also been pretty cool to be able to keep things going throughout the winter um especially in maine the horse industry it's tough in the winter as any livestock you know to keep throughout the winters twice as much work and people are looking to get out and do things so it's been great I know the barrel racers were really excited to be able to get off property in the winter and do something like that which a lot of places in Maine don't offer any sort of winter series so we're one of the only ones in the area and I think the Maine Barrel Races Association's first ever winter series so that's so cool how can people find out more about that can they find out on the website yep if you go to our river winds website there's a whole page about the equine facility and Mm -hmm. upcoming dates for those winter series events as well as um opportunities just for riding and other clinics Mm -hmm. and partnerships with other local horse clubs to be able to maybe put on more of those events that's great. That is super cool. Well, thank you so yes, much, uh, Kylie and Gina. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your day and talking with us. And uh, for any for the folks who are listening, you need to check out yes. Riverwinds because it is just gorgeous. Yeah. Looking at the website, I was like, I I can't believe I live 
this close to it that I live close to something that looks that awesome. So I'll have all the links to the to their website and, and contact information in the show notes. So if you're planning an event or a wedding or a getaway mm-hmm. or anything like that, definitely contact them because mm-hmm. it is an incredibly yeah. gorgeous place. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for sharing yes, uh, about you. your experiences and all that. And we really appreciate it and wish you all the best success this year and in the coming years. Yes. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so All right, much. Well, have a great day. Have a happy day. new year. Yes, you too. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you again to our sponsor, Fabian Oil. Be sure to contact them for all your propane and heating oil needs using the information in the show notes. And thank you for listening. Thank you.